This is Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. This is your host, Christian J. Lynch speaking. Thank you for tuning in to another episode today. Feel free to rate, share, subscribe to the podcast. Know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Let's get it. So in this episode, I had the privilege to interview Matt and Abby Howard. And since they're in Springfield, I had the opportunity since I'm from Kansas City to drive and finally meet them. And let me tell you, they really are that nice and genuine in person as they are in the videos. And I just had a great time. It was a blast interviewing them. I'm so glad that we get to share you know, more of this story and the journey of, of where they are at right now as being one of the most you know, viral TikTokers and YouTubers in the world right now on those platforms. And you can always find them at Matt and Abby Howard on YouTube and TikTok. And then on Instagram, they have their own um, Instagram, which is Matt Howard and Abby Howard. But it was such a blast again. And I hope you guys take away a lot of good things. They had a lot of good things to say from relationship advice to growing TikTok, dealing with negative voices and just the why behind why that what they do. And it was so funny because Abby was made me a cup of coffee and went to Springfield and she was worried since I'm a barista and stuff that wouldn't be as good. Well, it's safe to say, Abby, you make a mean latte. So if you want a mean, uh, if you want a good latte, hit Abby Howard up. Thank you so much. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, as always, guys, I have another special guest. Actually, we have two special guests today, and I'm super excited to do a podcast with them. But I want to introduce you guys um, to them. It's Matt and Abby Howard. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. So happy to be here. Yeah, of course. Of course. Awesome. So, so glad to finally uh, get this podcast and just kind of share your story. I know everyone here is, they see like the nice, the funny couple and and the the nice couple and doing these kind of crazy things, whether it's YouTube clickbait that Matt has, or, you know, just like your relationship (laughs) things or like we're leaving and, or, you know, you're doing some dances, all that is so fun. And just get a chance to kind of show behind the scenes of who really Matt and Abby are and super excited to do that. But I think for some people, you know, they've been following you for a little bit, but I think one of the most important things is like how you guys kind of came to be like, whether it's from dating to engage to married to like now doing content together. If one of you guys or both of you guys want to kind of like share your guys' story of like how you guys met and then where you guys are at right now. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take it over? Sure. So we met when we were in eighth grade. It was the summer after eighth grade. We were in a show together at this theater in St. Louis called the Muni. It's the oldest and largest outdoor musical theater in North America and we were in a show we were just friends and i think abby had a crush on me oh i had a huge crush on matt and he just <laughs> yeah. like didn't i don't even think you remember me from that summer we like played cards together but he just didn't pay me any mind and oh, i man. was fine with that i was in eighth grade i had more important things to do than mess around with boys <laughs> so flash forward two months or two years later Two years? Three years. Three years later, we'd seen each other off and on in the summers, but I lived two and a half hours from this theater. So I didn't see him during the school year, only the summers. Mm. And he finally got his head on straight and (laughs) asked me on a date. And it was on my 18th birthday. It was actually my golden birthday. Um, I, it was June 18th, nine, or I was born June 18th, 1998, but the date was June 18th, 2016. Uh, when we went on our very first date and it was super fun 
I kissed Abby on the first date. We shared our first kiss. Yeah, really, making first big moves on the first yeah, date, Matt. Moves on the first date. Um, both of our first kisses. And- wow. Imagine how awkward that kiss was. Neither one of us had <laughs> kissed anybody in our lives. And we Real were quick, did you guys theater. did you guys walk away thinking like, wow, that was like the best kiss? Well, that was your first kiss. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Were you guys walking away like, man, I was a good good, good kisser. Or were you like, ah, that wasn't that good? Yeah. I was. I was literally like shaking i was so excited i was frozen like i couldn't move like i just like and i tell matt this all the time like i was leaning so i could like cuddle him during uh-huh. it was like a scary movie which he totally said this I did classic yeah <laughs> i mean good move too and but- hey, it wasn't that we just went to a movie we got lunch we went on a hike we we did a bunch of fun things that it was day. a good date it was it was like an adventure day and it was all before the show that night but uh five days after that first date we started dating and then we dated for two years, but then we got engaged and we're engaged for a year and then we got married. So yeah, it's just, it all happened. Even in college with us being in college, we got married in college and um, wouldn't change a thing. It was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that little story. And going into that, what would you guys say? You know, some people have their parents say, hey, don't ever get married in college. Like it's the worst decision you can make, you know, get your financial things. What would, what's some advice you would give it's like people who, you know, really feel like this is the one and like they've really thought of, th- thought about it, taking a lot of time. And they're like, you know, I kind of just want to get married. Yeah, I I always say first and foremost, first and foremost to listen to those people, because Matt has always said before, like even like bad advice, not that it's bad advice, but like even bad advice is good advice because it makes you think and why you think differently. And marriage is a huge decision. So like. I think that it's important to have input from loved ones and from wise counsel because it is, I mean, we believe it's a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. So like, listen to all those people in your life. But if you have thought and you've met with people and you've sought advice and you still think it's the right decision, only you can make that decision. And um, of course there's logic that goes into it. You know, have your finances in line. Like you don't need to be rich or anything, but you need to make ends meet if you're making that decision. And, um, yeah, just work together as a team. You don't have to wait till you have everything perfectly in order, because if you do, I mean, you're going to be waiting forever to get married and you'd probably wait forever for anything in life to have mm-hmm. everything perfect and ready. And I agree, Matt. Yeah. Good to go. But at the same time, you can't just ignore the, the finances. That is a big part. So right away, like in college, let me say this too. Like we dated long distance in high school. We went to college with expectation that we were most likely going to get married. Like we had talked about marriage. We've got very serious in a relationship pretty quickly, honestly. Um, and so that's why right away in college, within the first week of college, I had a job. I was working. I was working hard. I even went and donated plasma so I could <laughs> like, like, in, have you my heard brother that? did that too? Yeah. He took his yeah, girlfriend on the first date with his plasma card. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you, yeah. And you get money for donating to plasma. Like I was doing everything I could to make money. Um, I worked really hard so I could get a scholarship to help pay for part of school. Abby got a scholarship too. We went to an affordable university. So we were just being very money conscious and aware of that because we knew it was a reality for us. And we knew that we couldn't get married and then still expect our parents to pay for things. Mm-hmm. Like we needed to be independent. So we took that very seriously. I started reading a lot of books on finances, read a lot of stuff by Dave Ramsey. There we go. Read, read different <laughs> business books. Um, and so I just took it seriously. But obviously there's more things that you have to get in line other than finances. Yeah, but yeah. That's just it's one. good to it's one good thing. to listen to what 
you know, people that know you really well have to say about that decision because they know you probably better than anybody else. And um, ultimately though, it's your decision and you're always going to be changing throughout life. So mm. um, there's never like a perfect yeah. time. I don't think. But we sought counsel of different um, couples that had been married for a little bit, married for a long time, just like people all over the all over the place, like just with their wisdom and experience. And we just sought out wisdom because we wanted to make sure that we were making a wise decision and getting married. And uh, yeah, we had a a lot of people gave us helpful advice. And some people even uh, like one time I was at a wedding and one of my relatives said to me, uh, Hey Matt, why, why would you bring sand to the beach? Meaning like, why would you go to college with, with your girlfriend when you can just like get another girlfriend wherever you go to college but mm. to me like I was like like no like you'd understand like this this is the best girl like I, I'm so committed to her and um, just because I could find another girl in college and she could pr- probably find another guy too I mean yeah I wanted to stick to my commitment and um, pursue Abby and I wouldn't change what I did because I'm very happy with the decision I made yeah we're happy with our <laughs> we're happy. Yeah, that's good we're happy. no they're like sitting down like no we're not happy at all we're just making content we're for so <laughs> that's awesome thank you guys for sharing I know a lot of people yeah. are gonna uh, yeah. take uh, take some really good tips and advice away from that and I think going into that it's like okay the start of making content so everyone knows you guys have like stuff in the TikTok stars and that kind of translated to YouTube but I want to say what first really where you guys started was kind of YouTube but yeah. what was who was the brain behind making content and like from the very beginning from with you guys and then why why what was the purpose of making the content from the very beginning okay so the funniest thing is that people always ask me how do you get your husband to make <laughs> all these youtube and tiktok videos with you and little do they know it is the other way around it's matt <laughs> that is the all the brain behind everything <laughs> So, okay, let me start here. So I never was a big YouTube viewer, never like a big social media person, but Abby was like in a way, I mean, I would notice that she would watch couples on YouTube and, and just like, she had a lot of fun content she would watch that I just didn't even know existed before we were dating. And I had grown up doing a lot of video editing, making videos for school and for the TV station at my high school. Like I had done a lot of video work. And so seeing her watch those videos, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that you could like do that. Like that's, that seems, seems fun. Maybe that could even be a job one day. I don't know. Maybe I could try that out one day. Just like a a thought in my mind. And, and I mentioned that to Abby once she's like, yeah, that'd be cool to try that sometime. And we um, just thought, okay, like neat. And we never really did anything until our wedding day. We were, um, or like leading up to our wedding, we were wanting to get a wedding video made. Abby found someone who could do it for really cheap. They were only charging 600 bucks, which is like really good. That's a really good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second, we could buy a nice camera or a decent, not like a super nice camera, but a decent camera for 600 bucks. I'm like, Abby, what if we just buy a camera? And, and I had a cousin who had done video, like she does video work for her job. I was like, she could probably just like record and I could edit the video. Like, what do you think? And Abby was like, "Ah, I don't know. Like, I feel weird about it, but if you really want to, like, sure. So we did it. We bought the camera. My cousin filmed. I edited the video. And once we had the camera, I was like, sick, let's try this whole YouTube thing. Like, what if this could actually be a thing? I don't know. So we started making videos in July of 2019. And we made videos for nine months. 
um, on YouTube pretty much every single week consistently for nine mm -hmm. months and really didn't see a lot of growth until we got on TikTok. And that's when things exploded. We literally made a, a, a YouTube video called like trying viral TikTok dances mm -hmm. and we made five TikTok dances to viral TikTok sounds. And within like a few hours, we were getting thousands and thousands of views on TikTok, which to us was crazy. Oh, for sure. Gotten, you know, a few hundred views here and there on YouTube. It was nothing at all. Um, after all the work we did, because we worked really hard for nine months. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, sick, let's, let's focus on TikTok. And that was during quarantine. That was right when COVID hit. Um, and that's really how we got our start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I want to, this is for both, you know, both of you guys, but I think you could think, oh, it was just because of TikTok that helped out. But do you think while being consistent in YouTube um, helped definitely like the mindset behind still being consistent on TikTok for you guys? Oh, oh for yeah. sure. I think consistency is probably one of the, biggest keys and it was really nice because we had decent transfer of following because we had all this backlogged content on YouTube for people to watch and it wasn't yeah. like we were telling audiences to go to a platform that didn't have any videos yet or you know had one video that they just had quickly uploaded like Matt had really worked on his editing and you'd gotten really good at it we kind of knew the platform decently well already so we wouldn't change you know that nine months of like honestly yeah. a great test run for yeah. that amount of time it was really hard because we were working extremely hard without any return we were both full-time students we were both working part-time jobs we had so much going on and we were like doing youtube uh make, making videos every week on youtube so that was so hard to push through that but wow was it worth it and I don't know. I feel like TikTok was definitely what helped propel us. But if we wouldn't have had that nine months on YouTube where we really learned how to grind and really mm -hmm. learned how to work hard, I don't think we would have had the same success we did on TikTok because then we're like, oh, let's just take the same work ethic we, we already learned and grew and built on YouTube and transfer it to TikTok. And that's what we did. And then our TikTok um, just soared from there, yeah. um, which was a huge blessing because TikTok is a newer platform. The algorithm is new. It favors new creators and YouTube, it's a little harder to break into. So anybody who's ever asking me like, Hey, I want to start a podcast or, Hey, I want to start a YouTube channel or, Hey, I want to do this. I always tell them, go to TikTok, go to whatever the trending um, social media platform is, because that's where you're going to get seen, you know? Yeah, for sure. I agree. That's all really good stuff. I think that's good. Cause I think people can just like, look at you because you like, you guys have technically, I guess, as far as like going viral have made it but people don't understand like all the hard work, the full-time, you know, you guys being full-time students and uh, you guys do, you know, working together and grinding and then being still being consistent with YouTube. I think people it's like, could see like right now, maybe looking at you guys like, Oh, they just have it made. They just got lucky. It's like, no, they, they didn't. And they actually worked really hard for it. And I think it's all about that mindset, you know, with trying to grow anything, whether it's, it's you want to be content creators like you or a podcaster like me or a business owner, whatever it is, it's really, it's really key. Um, maybe be consistent with it. Cause I think even when you guys are maybe like more tired now and like, cause now it's kind of like a job now, which is, which all you guys, you guys like love your job too, which is really important. And you guys get to give value to other people watching it, but it's just like going back to that. It's like, Hey, this is a job, but we still need to be like, we still work hard. You know, it's like, you don't just, yeah. you don't, you don't like whims it and ever, you know? So yeah, I love that. What, and then as far as like TikTok content, how do you guys start how do you guys create your own content? What is those, where do those ideas come from? Cause I think if someone wants to be a content creator, they're probably like, Hey, like what's, 
what are some tips that Matt and Abby would give, like, you know, still be themselves, but still kind of, you know, create really valuable content? Yeah, that's the magical question there, because it's always a fine balance of, you know, coming up with something original, but also something that people are liking to see. And then also, you know, we're putting out lots of videos. Burnout is very real and creatively drained is definitely a thing that Mm -hmm. happens. But um, my advice would be just to look at what um, other people are doing. Like everyone's getting inspired by other people and there's nothing wrong with it. Obviously, like if you're literally directly taking someone's concept, credit them and do your own spin, make it original to what you're going to do. But um, just, I think it's important to think about what your platform's about and make sure it's consistent with your platform, not just throwing everything out there and seeing what sticks, but, you know, kind of training your audience to know what to expect from you. But um, that's good. I like that. Training your audience to know what to expect from you. Yeah. I think a big part of it too is storytelling. Um, Basically what I'm always trying to do uh, even today is just be the best storyteller I can and so that's true with our YouTube videos. That's true with our TikToks. It's even true with our Instagram photos. Like you might think, oh, it's just an Instagram photo. But oftentimes I'll try to, you know, write a caption that's going to tell the story of what that photo means or what, what happened that day that we took the photo, you know, give everyone the, the back end uh, view of everything because storytelling is what keeps people engaged. That's what keeps people entertained. And that's why people are on the, on social media platforms in the first place is for stories. So um, just looking at every single video we make as a story, even if it's 10 seconds long, it's like, what type of story is this? How can I tell that story uh, the best and most effectively? And uh, it's just a huge part of what we do. The other little obstacle we have too, though, is that most of the time with the nature of the videos we make on TikTok, the other person doesn't know like what's going on necessarily. They may know that they're being recorded. They may like Mm -hmm. think that they might be, but they're not sure. And just because we, we do it all the time, you know, so yeah. it's not like consulting him beforehand, running it by like we have one shot. And if it doesn't work, like we have so many scrapped videos. Oh, yeah. And um, I would say, you release know, the drafts. <laughs> I know it's like some of them are just like the cameras flip the other way. And it's like, well, oh, you missed those that chance. are the worst when we have a really good video and it's so funny. And then we're like, oh, my God, all you have is the camera like, was wrong. Yeah, like, I'm like, Abby, like your reaction was hilarious. I forgot to press record. And yeah, those like, just happen all the time and it's uh, so frustrating, but. And the camera being flipped, that's that's frustrating too. It's like, oh, I press record. I just was too stupid to like flip the camera. <laughs> those are the times we're <laughs> yeah. so tempted to like go back and reenact it, but then we're like, we can't sacrifice it. Like our, our integrity. Our yeah. integrity for it, we can't <laughs> sacrifice it. So we just scrap it and it's painful. But I think, that's how you play the long-term game anyway, is just by staying genuine and mm. um, staying true to yeah. what you want to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. And I think it's important for people to know that too. Cause I don't think you're trying to like get like the, I don't know, 1000th, you know, perfect time on making this content. Like, you know, you guys like doing that, like the natural reactions, obviously you have some that's scripted, but like on the one that's natural, like you want to keep it natural. And, and I think sometimes you can mess up and I think that's okay. Even, you know, your stage of where you guys are at now, like you, we all mess up. And I think it's important for people to like realize, and I think it's cool. Like just because you guys maybe messed up a couple of times, didn't mean you stopped. 
like you just kept being consistent. You kept going at it. You knew what you guys wanted. And I think it's like good to not probably judge yourself too much, you know, I like messing up. I feel like that's really, really important. Um, I want to go back to like, so obviously, did you guys ever think you would be um, at this level of like influence like right now? And what was like, what was your like mindsets going back to like working together in college, like trying to do that? I think it's really cool to kind of like see what was your mindset? Because I feel like there's a lot of college people out there that are probably in those same shoes and they might wanting to get out of their comfort zone and do something like you guys, but they're just kind of afraid to do that. And like, probably just, it'd be good to pick your guys' brains. Well, to start off with the whole idea of working in college, let me just say this, when we were early in school and trying to make money so we could get married and be independent, we didn't have a lot. So we uh, had to buy a car to share, to get to a job that we could work and make money. So we applied at tons of different jobs all over our city and found one that would hire both of us <laughs> and let us both work as servers uh, so that we could share a vehicle. It's, it's, it's hard to work two different jobs at different places, like locations and only have one, one car. For sure. So we really had to find one place that would hire both of us. And we luckily did that. Um, and we actually featured that restaurant in one of our YouTube videos, but we bought a car together, did that. And then it was kind of there at that restaurant when we were just poor college kids trying to make ends meet and make things happen. We realized working together is kind of fun. Like maybe we could do this one day. That would be awesome if we could work a job together one day as our career. Um, and so we're really happy to be able to do that now. Yeah, it was just like a far off dream. Like we would talk about it sometimes. We're like, it'd be really fun to work together. But like, we didn't know what it would be. So to answer one of your original questions too, is that I had literally no idea, no, never envisioned being, you know, someone that used social media, even like consistently, because like, <laughs> let alone as a job, because I mean, if you were to, all my previous content is still on my Instagram, didn't even have a TikTok till we made them. I loved watching YouTube videos, never thought about making them like any of those things. But um, it's just funny how life's changed. And I feel so blessed to have this job. Like it's so amazing and so thankful for it. But it's just funny because I never would have pictured this. Yeah. And yeah. same, I, I did not expect that the success we had, especially from TikTok, like we didn't even really know what TikTok was. <laughs> um, I didn't even have the app until the day that we started making TikToks for that YouTube video. And, and then the rest is history, but we did not really know about like what TikTok was and just got on there and just made a bunch of videos and it just worked out. Um, well, so, and I used to make fun of TikTks. Abby did not. I did too. I, I did too. And now I'm on it and like doing podcast stuff. I'm like, why was I making fun of it? But yeah. I was making fun of it because I hadn't trained my TikTok on what to show me. So I would just see random stuff. I'm like, what is what this? What is this? Like, yeah, I same. didn't understand the humor. I didn't mm -hmm. understand. Now I like think it's amazing and so funny and creative. But. And I think part of the reason Abby didn't like it was because. I really swallowed my tongue. She being a substitute teacher, because that's what she would do before we were making videos. Um, she would see kids who were like really, really young, who, who they had parents that would allow them to be on TikTok, even though they were like, you know, like first grade. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It's pretty young. Seven, seven, eight years old. And TikTok, there's no like way to really have parental controls. Mm -hmm. So she was just really turned off by the yeah. idea that little kids could see some like some raunchier adult 
content, yeah. which an eight year old should not be seeing. And so much. Like I would just hear it on their phone. So I got like super turned off to the app. I was like, oh, I yeah. don't like it. And this. she's really started to not like the app. But I think what I realized was, yeah, I, I wish some of that content wasn't on TikTok. But at the same time, those parents should not be allowing their kids to be on TikTok. It's more of a, uh, you know, it, teenage uh, older teenager and an adult app in my opinion I mean you can it depends on what parents think is best for their kids but definitely I don't think you know we need seven-year-olds on TikTok where but it's all the more for us to create clean yeah. happy wholesome yeah. content exactly too. and we know that there, there are younger people on TikTok so we want to keep our content clean mm-hmm. um, and we know that people do appreciate uh, just keeping it clean because some sometimes content can just go a little too far on TikTok and we just want to make sure that we're keeping it uh clean so well that's also genuine to us too yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, like not just want to keep it clean but like that's who you as a person are. like you guys yeah. just yeah. Keep clean content yeah. it's like yeah. yeah 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 no they matt and abby actually have an only fans no <laughs> yeah oh we curse like sailors like i yeah. think that's the last thing you're, you'll need to expect from matt abby i think you guys are good <laughs> following them so oh my god follow us <laughs> uh so was there Okay, real quick. Um, people probably don't know this too. So, Abby, what did you major in? Or I think you just graduated, right? Congratulations, right? Congratulations. And then, Matt, what did you what did you major in, or somewhat, or where are you at in college? We'll let Abby go first. I majored in elementary education. Um, yeah, we both started as acting majors, and that's like I would say performance entertainment has always been the core of our passions but when we decided to get married you know you had to make we had to make some sacrifices and it was kind of hard to justify pursuing those majors while also pursuing a marriage just because talking with people that were doing exactly what we wanted to do they were away from their spouses and that just wasn't something that we wanted for our marriage in the future and we also wanted some semblance of financial stability at some point and yeah for um, sure so um we ended up switching our majors so i switched to elementary education and matt switched and to- i switched to finance or actually i switched at first to musical theater and then i switched to finance <laughs> i switched my major at in a roundabout way of doing yeah. things it's okay yeah. yeah and so um but now at this point we're like we're happy to you know be getting our college degrees for that backbone you know but it's amazing how it's really come full circle. Like we've come back to entertainment and together because like, while we didn't picture this at the time in changing our majors, we kind of just were like, well, I guess this is part of it. And now it's totally worked out. Like we can be in entertainment and we can be together. And we also have so much more flexibility than we would have. It's amazing. That's the reason we left entertainment in the first place. We were afraid that we wouldn't get to be together. We were afraid that one of us was going to book a tour and we would need to work jobs, obviously to to make money. And those jobs would probably lead us apart. So physically we'd be apart, but then we'd still be married and that would just be hard on a relationship. So we left that that whole entertainment industry and then we found ourselves back in it. I know, it's cool. Um, and so, yeah, you asked earlier about like, did you ever see yourself doing this? Like the answer is absolutely not. Like I never saw us doing YouTube and TikTok. Like that didn't even exist when we were kids, you know, yeah, that was for sure. when, like, like when people are like, what did, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like this wasn't even an option when I was in kindergarten and people would ask me that because it didn't exist. Um, so I'm just so happy that we were able to seize this opportunity and, uh, make our own path 
through it. Yeah. And the added benefit of getting to incorporate, like we're both passionate about young marriage. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we get to combine like everything that we want to have on our platform, entertainment, talking about things that are important to us. And yeah, it's such a big blessing. Yeah. And what I'm a huge fan of you guys, and you guys probably know this a little bit too, but um, I think you guys will be more humble in this way. Cause so I, so I'll kind of like hype you guys up is, uh, is because just cause like, you never know which doors are going to lead to other doors. And obviously like you saying, like, I never would have known this, but I think in the back of your head, like you had at least one thing in mind or a couple of things you guys always wanted to be together. You guys love entertaining. You love giving value and you love being genuine. You guys knew that and you stuck true to who you were. Now, sometimes the doors kind of lead you different places and stuff, but you guys stuck to those core values of like who you are as a person. And now here you guys are. And now you guys are entertainment and you're giving value back to people, making them laugh or giving advice. Like it's really cool to see that. So if anyone's listening and they want to do what you guys are doing, it's just like, I mean, you can almost like copy that and in a certain way, apply that to life of like the core things you guys are doing of like, hey, you know, you're life's not has like a it's not like a treasure map where you just go do 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 and then you're there like it, it's kind of everywhere else and like and that's kind of like the beautiful picture i feel like of like life is like there's a lot of unknowns but like you guys get to do it together and so it's like a mysterious journey for you guys and you guys have led here which i think is really cool and just something that people could take away for is like you know just keep doing what you're doing stay true to who you are you know keep working being consistent i love that so Thanks. Yeah, of course. And then you guys are, you guys just announced you're going to, you're moving because you guys have been in Springfield. So most of your audience probably does know, but if you're first time listening to Matt and Abby, they are in Springfield, went to Missouri State University, but I'll let you guys kind of announce on the podcast where you guys are going now. We're moving to Hawaii. (laughs) There we go. One of the best dates I feel like. Right, right. We're so excited. We went on a trip at this exact time last Literally, year. Literally, we were there right now a year ago. And Matt was like, we have to live here someday. We have to live here. And I was like, okay, Matt, yeah, we'll live here. Yes, totally Matt. like <laughs> not thinking that a year from now we would have a lease yeah. on a house in the North Shore. And we're super excited. Um, a lot of people have been like, why? And we're our response is generally kind of just like, why not? Yeah, like it, why it not? sounds fun. And we have this blessing of having a flexible job and being more flexible than we'll ever be in our whole lives, probably. Um, just the two of us and yeah. just seeking adventure. We've been cooped up all this year and um, might as well be cooped up in a beautiful place. Yeah. So especially where like, I mean, when you're surfing in Hawaii, I mean, you're naturally social distancing, you know, like yeah. when you're out in nature, you're just mm. like, naturally social distancing so it'll be nice like we just get to um be there in this beautiful state and gosh it's just such a beautiful um wonderful place i i fell in love with hawaii when we visited last year and so i'm so grateful that we get to move there we don't know for how long um but we'll just kind of see what happens and see where life takes us and uh we're excited of course in the back of their minds too we're like this would be really cool for content here. I was going to ask you guys here. that. So it's, it's a perfect segue. So I, we'll talk about that real quick. So like any ideas behind, like, obviously now it's like a kind of like a Midwest vibe of content, you know, mm-hmm. which is good, but I think you're switching up. You have now this like, like Hawaiian and like beach theme and all these different things. And it's like nice most of the time year round. So like you won't have to be drained, drowned out by like, you know, bad weather more, more rather yeah. than the Midwest. Cause you know, with the Midwest here in Missouri, you never, it's bipolar, you know, we don't know what's going to go on in yeah. Missouri. So any like cool things you guys are, you guys have already thought of for like content and stuff you guys want to do. I know Matt really loves doing that. Yeah. 
I think the biggest thing is just making more content outside because it is so beautiful and yeah. the weather is so nice. So we're going to try to be outside as much as possible. Yeah, we were confined to our small apartment and that served us super well. But the idea of having like multiple sceneries outside is like thrilling because we were so suffocated in that little place at sometimes. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, we definitely want to make content a lot about like just us learning the Hawaiian culture. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much diversity there and just getting to show people that yeah. don't necessarily get to pick up and move there, but mm-hmm. uh, about the amazing people that live there, the way they live. Yeah. And um, just the beauty that is the island of islands of Hawaii. I mean, that's one of the neat things about Hawaii is it's it's almost like a different country in a way. It is, um, yeah. Part of the United States, but I mean, you have a very unique people group there. You have a unique culture, and just there's so much diversity. So yeah, as white people, we will be minorities yeah, for the first time, I'm, which is so cool that we'll get to have that experience I'm, and that perspective. I'm at, yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure I, read, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that Hawaii is the only U.S. state where white people are the minority, which is like very interesting. It'll be like a very it, it will feel like we're in a different country in a way. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just such a wonderful place. And we're very excited just to soak up and um, to, to learn from the people there and to just be a part of that community. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And the people in Hawaii are so nice. So oh my gosh. Friendly. So friendly. Yeah. So relaxed. That's too. what I've heard. Oh, I mean, how it's, it, it's, it's almost like hard not to relax when you're in, you know, right. ocean and stuff like that. So no, I think it's good. And I think, I think your fans and, and everyone following you is going to be super excited to see this different type of, of, of content. And also I think this ties into like moving to a whole different state, especially this far away from family is like getting out of your comfort zone and yeah. that's how you grow. And I think this is going to be a cool thing. I think you guys are going to grow a lot in your relationship together. And I think you, that's been like one of the foundations with like doing TikTok and YouTube and, you know, kind of going away from the college route of, of finding that job, kind of getting out of your comfort zone, and, you know, just growing as, as much as you can, which I love that. And then I think I want to tie into that because obviously this is a new environment. I think with people wanting to start sometimes when they see all these content creators now, they're like, I need to have the most fanciest cameras. I need to have this big, you know, $15,000, $20,000 studio. And I need to make sure that, you know, makeup's on point and my hair check, all these different things. So if you guys want to talk about how you guys started well, in that, in your little apartment and like what kind of equipment you guys had to encourage some people out there that you don't necessarily need all those, you know, quote unquote, fancy tools. Cause you guys have, you know, told me with, contact me with the podcast and the stuff that you've used. So I just thought that'd be kind of funny for the audience to hear. Matt is very passionate about this yeah, topic. I think it's so funny, man. Cause I, I hear people all the time. They're like, I want to start, but I just don't have the right equipment. I, I need to buy a fancy camera or I need to make a ton of videos and post them all at once. Cause people won't want to follow me if I only have one video out or something. And I always tell people like, start now and start with what you have. Because I think that's the biggest barrier for people is they just are afraid to start. They're worried that um, they need to have all these things. And it's funny you say that about the equipment because as far as our equipment, the, the way we made it really was just by using our iPhone to make videos. Like mm-hmm. it was never, even though we spent $600 on a camera, that's not what got us like noticed online. It was us making TikToks with just our phones. Yeah. Um, and so start with your phone. And as far as like camera equipment, we, the tripod we used for the longest time was a borrowed tripod from my parents. Then it like broke. Cause it was like, we were, 
at the beach and like sand got inside of it. So like yeah. broke apart. Broken, and we, and we used tripods. the broke, we used that broken tripod forever. Like I was like taping it up and stuff. And so then my parents bought my little brother some equipment because they were like, oh, your brother wants to make TikToks like you. And so they got some equipment and then he had this like leftover little teeny crappy tripod. He's like, hey, Matt, do you want this? And I was like, you know what? I actually will take that because my tripod is broken. <laughs> and I just was avoiding buying a new tripod. So we, we were still using this like $10 tripod. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> tripod in the world. Um, and we broke that one too and had to tape that one up too. Nice. But, um, we use the tripod when we're feeling fancy too. Yeah. So that's the sad thing. A lot of times so you use, it's like- You use a nice $10 tripod to make yourselves feel fancy. <laughs> yeah. You set it up on like a coffee maker. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's 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 the golden ticket people need to hear about. You know, like they don't know. So. Yeah, and yeah. our lights, like we bought lights for, because lighting is very important. We bought lights for 60 bucks off Amazon. I found the cheapest, you know, light uh, lighting package I could find on Amazon. It was two softbox lights for 60 bucks. <laughs> You just don't need a lot. I mean, obviously you want to do things to improve your quality. So lighting is important. So I mean, spending 60 bucks on some lights or just recording in front of a window, actually more, more times than not, we're just going to open up our window and use the natural light to make the video look better. Um, But yeah, I mean, you just don't need a lot. You just have to use what you have and start and you're going to learn so much along the way. And we've learned so much, even in just the last year and a half that we've done this. So, and yeah. I think that a lot of people will find that on platforms like TikTok, especially like the amateur looking content, not to put it down any way, but just the more homemade content does way better. Anyway, yeah. people love that on that platform. Well, and I think that's it's super, awesome. it's super real and authentic. I think that's why people yeah. in 2021 and everything that's going on, people just crave, uh, I guess the word realness, you know, it's just like, it's like, can we just find some people that are real and genuine? So. Yeah. TikTok is very accessible and I think that's amazing. Yeah, I agree. So fun question for you guys. I like doing random stuff. Do you guys have a favorite platform? Does like one of you guys like favor the other one more? And like I'll let either it's up to you, Matt and Abby, who who wants to go first? I like Instagram. And really? It used to be YouTube. So you like Instagram now. No, I like I like YouTube and Instagram the most. I I think Instagram's nice because for me it's like very I don't think about it too much like it's just like casual stories like are just you know whenever I feel like it's just very casual and I like that I think girls in general like if I'm going to stereotype like Instagram just because that's where I've followed people the longest and Mm -hmm. I just enjoy watching people stuff on Instagram so naturally I like making content on there more um I like YouTube because I feel like those people there have um the people that watch our videos have a really good taste of who we are as people. Um, uh, the downside of TikTok is that you're getting very brief glimpses of us, mm-hmm. and um, which is good and bad, I guess, because mm-hmm. you know it's entertaining that it's short and quick and exciting, but they're not necessarily getting the full picture of who we are as people like you can more on YouTube. Yeah, but. Matt, you want to say which one your favorite? Yeah, so mine used to be YouTube, obviously, because we started on YouTube. Um, and then I started to hate YouTube because we worked so hard in YouTube. I know, it's was that. We yeah. didn't promote any of our videos. Um, but I would say my favorite platform, I, I really do love them all, but I, my favorite has to be TikTok because I just love how anybody, any kid in their basement with an, with an iPhone, it could just be, or not even an iPhone, just 
any phone at all that has a camera can make a video and post it. And if it's, if it captures your attention, it's going to be promoted on the for you page and people will see all over the world. Like, it's amazing that it levels the playing field. Everybody's at the same level. You don't need all this fancy equipment. You don't need a lot. You just need a phone. And that's my favorite thing. Um, Abby's right. It can be frustrating when we have like a video that gets a lot of views and it's like 30 seconds and people just get like one little glimpse of us. And there might be some like negative comments because people are just like judging and not really like understanding the full context or whatever. And YouTube, you usually can see the context of everything. TikTok, you can't. But what I love about TikTok is that it just allows for videos to go viral for millions of people to see them. And that's what ultimately let us grow and Mm -hmm establish um really what we have now as a business online um and you know we're i guess basically in the entertainment business where we make entertaining content and that's kind of how we make our living now so uh, that's why i like tiktok yeah yeah i know both good answers i love that you guys are still your own person even when married you know it's like hey this is what i like doing and you respect each other that's that's cool so you guys are real in that way but you're talking about even business uh matt too is like Obviously, I think we all can agree like 2020, especially 2021 technology has really rebranded what entrepreneurship means, um, where there's a lot of things like 10 years ago that you couldn't have done, like that you were passionate about and you couldn't really make money off of. But now you can like people. This is the best time to live. I feel like I know there's a lot of things that are going on in the world, but really as far as like what you're passionate about, people can just start doing that more. I feel like it's the world will be a better place. And I think we both of us you guys and me, we, I mean, one of our biggest reasons is just to make the world a better place. You know, we want to make people happy and smile, whoever that comes in contact, you know? And so it's really cool that you guys, whether you're a content creator now, it's like you guys can make money, whether it's sponsorships and, and different things like that, um, through different businesses and like my podcast, I'm making money. And it's just really cool. Like we both get to do what we love and I want to inspire more people, but I want to plug also to you guys have merch now. So it's crazy that, you know, who would have known that you guys would have had merch and it's called dude. And, you know, on, you know, we're just talking to you guys. Sometimes you even call like, you like call me like, Hey dude. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely, they use dude a lot, even with me. So, <laughs> uh, so it's, they, it's not a fake guys. They really use dude a lot. Um, so would you guys want to talk about that? Like, you know, you guys kind of own now really just being your own entrepreneurs with sponsorships and also now your merch, uh, dude. Yeah. You want to talk about the story behind dude? So I think it really started in a TikTok a while ago totally by accident, but Matt has started calling me dude more and more as, you know, you get comfortable in marriage, you become more like friends and that's awesome. And he, people started picking up on that, that he calls me dude and they thought that was funny. And so we kind of just started running with that and we're like, Oh, people enjoy this. Like we should call everybody dude and like kind of make this just like our fun way to have like a little bit of community on our social media platforms. And it's just kind of, you know, grown and grown. And we were like, so opposed to doing merch for the longest time. Cause we were like, we're not those people like no way. Like I, why, why would people buy this? But then um, people were asking for it. And you know, if they wanted it, we're like, well, heck, we won't stop you. Like, so we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to do this. And um, we just made some crew neck sweatshirts, t-shirts. And um, it's more of just like a for fun thing, yeah. but. Um, and then we got matching lip tattoos. We took it yeah. all the way, but. Yeah, um, our matching dude tattoos, those, those were fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of just became our brand. Um, as far as the merch goes, 
yeah, the big reason we did it was everyone was saying, hey, like, where's your merch? You guys should have merch. Like, I, I would love to, you know, buy some if you guys have it. And we're like, okay, well, people want us to have merch, so we should make it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and that's been really fun. So I've I've been really happy with that. And I've also been happy to, like, recently we've gotten to do uh, more brand deals, which I at first was, like, kind of opposed to brand deals. I didn't know how I felt about, like, uh putting in you know i mean like you're, you have ads right like you gotta yeah money as a creator and and i was like well i just want to really focus on like not doing as many as possible just that we can just make videos for our viewers but then what i realized is like not only can we incorporate these brand deals into fun content that's both entertaining and like shows people new fun products that are out there but also it allows us to be able to make money doing what we do so that we can keep making content and keep making the fun content that we do so that's been another way that we've gotten to grow our business in a way and it's been a huge blessing so i'm just really excited for 2021 and how we're going to continue growing and making more of the fun content that everyone loves and uh, just growing that on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. So it'll be cool. I think one of the fears in like starting to take on sponsorships was that our audience would find us disingenuine, but we've been so grateful because the response has been the opposite. They, if anything, they're just super excited to see us make a video and incorporate this product in a creative way. We always try to make it entertaining and keep that factor but um, also we just see them being happy that we can put out more content because now we can make this our job. So yeah. um, very grateful for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good. I think people have to realize like you can't just do everything for free. Like if you guys want to have better content or better quality, not saying that, you know, Matt going back, you can use your iPhone, but it's like maybe we can upgrade to a camera to make you like even do like even cooler things or, or, or you know, yeah. upgrade to, to producing more. And we have to realize too is like you guys – you know, taking a lot of time and effort in this. It's not like you guys just woke up one morning and boom, new sponsors. It's like, you know, I think it's, it is worth your time. And I think if people are going to engage with you, I think it's almost a natural thing. Like you're giving value back. That's a business. Like, and now it's cool. Entrepreneurship is like, you're a brand, like you, your person is like a brand really giving back value. And I think, you know, one of the big things for you guys, I believe is you guys probably have to support what that brand is behind. Like, will you use that brand? I think that's probably, I guess can speak on that real quick, but I feel like sometimes people like, well, you guys probably have to align with like what Matt and Abby are about and then like kind of probably like, you know, come together in a partnership with another brand and said, Hey, we will use this. So we'll support this. I feel like it's kind of important because that brand, whatever that is, could be a reflection of who you guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely like a lot of deals where it's like, yeah, that's does not align with, you know, who yeah, we, we are. We've definitely turned down brand deals for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause we, we want to keep like, we, we care about our, our brands like that we formed and we want to stick true to ourselves. So yeah, we, we definitely are selective about like which things we take on for sure. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. And then, um, so people do know about this, Abby, the gratitude project and I, I love it. And I've seen on Instagram, I've, so many people have engaged with it because I think, you know, especially in 2020, it's, it's hard to find gratitude when you feel like sometimes the world's ending you know, there's everyone goes through life just with like people losing their jobs, deaths, the family with a virus, all these different things. You decided to create this gratitude project, which I think just speaks volumes of who you are as a person. And would you want to, you know, kind of give like a couple minutes of like, what, what was some thoughts behind like the first vision of gratitude project? And then like, where do you want to go from there? Yeah, well, thank you. So I started to feel a little bit 
disconnected with my Instagram platform when I realized that I was posting a lot of things about, you know, products or, you know, clothing, makeup, anything. And um, while those are all things that I find pleasure from, I think they're fun and I've always liked those things. I felt a disconnect because I was like, do these products or material things really represent who I am as a person, like who Abby is? And that wasn't true. And so um, I loved incorporating those things, but I just was like, I just want to make sure that I'm giving my audience a reflection of who I truly am. And so I was thinking about ways I could do that and be consistent with it. And also just with the climate of the world, I was like, this would be a positive thing that other people could maybe, you know, find some joy and encouragement from. So I was like, I want to post something that I'm grateful for every day, simple as, you know, a cup of coffee in the morning, like just something that I'm grateful for and something that's making me happy in that day. And just those little sparks of joy and seeing people share theirs as well was really encouraging for me, like being encouraged by my audience. And um, it was an awesome like community builder. And I did that for days and days and days and days. And I just saw obviously imperfectly because I forget, I'm a very forgetful person. There'd be days where I was like, oh darn it. I didn't post today, Yeah, but just everyone was so gracious about it. And it was so fun. And yeah, I, I want to definitely continue to do that into 2021 because I feel like that's a way that I can keep my content authentic to who I am while still incorporating a bunch of other fun products that are not necessarily important or meaningful, but just part of the social media stuff that people post about. Yeah. 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 No gratitude and little things or the big things. What really matters is gratitude because life hands you little and big things. You just kind of find the gratitude and all that and and all of that. So, you know what I, I just thought of right now, Abby, is I feel like you could create a podcast called the gratitude project podcast with abby howard i feel like that would really? yeah i think i don't know matt can say on this we, we love doing content but i was just thinking so i mean i won't say it for your for your you know your followers listening but you might you might have like a whole bunch of people hit you up and it's like yes let's do the you know so maybe if you do you can send abby something on instagram right now for listening to this and say hey i would definitely love to consider maybe gratitude project i don't know it could be like a fun five ten minutes i know yeah. it's like I'm just giving you some, but that's totally up to you. But I was like, I would I listen, that. I would listen to like a, maybe like a, every couple of days, like a five, 10 minute thing of just like gratitude, like what's, what's going on or maybe sharing people's stories. I don't know. That just seems like the world needs more of that. So that's a great idea. Hey, if anyone wants to reach out and they're interested, just throw it out there. My DM. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys thought about starting a couple's podcast, like getting on there? Cause I know a lot of influencers, content creators, are doing, you know, stuff so like for me, my main is podcast, but now you guys encourage me to do more TikTok and YouTube where your guys is TikTok and YouTube. Have you thought about maybe podcasts for the couple? We have, we haven't made any moves quite yet to do a podcast, but that's definitely something on our radar and something that we're interested in doing in the future for sure. Mm-hmm. I could see it starting in 2021. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's hard. Cause you don't want to stretch yourself too thin with all these platforms and always make stuff but you know i think it could be a lot of fun yeah yeah no i'd be i'd be a big supporter you have one subscriber already so oh (laughs) thank you thank you of course of course so i want to get into like a cool couple questions i like kind of like some speed round stuff that people really want to like you know they wouldn't be able to ask you know just over social media but right now listening to this you know what's some ways to um 
and I guess grow on um, social media platform with whatever they're doing? Like, what are some like tips you would give them from what you've learned to help grow your audience, grow your reach? Yeah, my biggest things for someone wanting to grow is uh, number one, get on a platform that's promoting new creators, which AKA that's TikTok. Also, mm-hmm. Instagram Reels are new way to grow right now. Um, number two, you want to just be keep in mind what's trending. So like follow the trends. If there's a trending sound on TikTok, use that trending sound because that'll help promote your video. I think that's one of the reasons we actually grew early on because we would follow the trending TikTok dances and that um, helped us get noticed when we made a fun dance or, or did the fun dance to the trending song and people saw our dance and they followed us. So like stay on top of trends. Um, stay on top of trending topics, like just, just know what's happening so that you can, uh, provide some sort of value to that. And that's another thing right there is like providing value. Your, your video has to have value in some way for you to grow. So the number one thing is telling a good story, making sure that your video has a a story arc to it. It's not like you're, don't think of it as like, oh, you're telling a story of like once upon a time, yada, yada, yada. No, like everything has a story. A cooking video has a story to it. Um, a video of a prank of a couple's prank has a story to it. Even a dance has a story to it. So just be aware that the, the best videos have a, a good story um, and incorporate that into your content. Yeah, Those are, I agree. That's what sense. I agree. Abby, you have anything you want to add to that? Marry an influencer husband. <laughs> there you go. Put all the put all the pressure and then you be like the face of it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I would just say also to um, know your purpose on the platform because mm, really uh, that'll, that'll keep people coming back. They know what Absolutely. you're about. Absolutely. So. And along with knowing your purpose, you want to find yourself in some sort of niche. So like, It'll confuse people to make it hard for people to understand who you are as a creator if you make a cooking video and then you jump over to doing dance content and then you jump over to making couples content and then you like make like a hunting video. It's like, what? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be like, wait, what? Who is this person? Like people can do that once they get really big because agree for sure them as a person. But starting out, it's really important to stick to a niche. And honestly, like even our content right now, while we like to make content all over the place, sometimes it's even important for us to really narrow in on niche videos and just put out a bunch of those because people, their their brains get trained to like just view a creator as, oh, that this creator is like, he makes the funny response videos or this creator makes the, this is a dance creator. You know, like people just have that in their brain. And so it helps them uh, fall in love with you more if you can make very niche specific videos that uh, allow for them to want to follow and want to see more and just really watch your content. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that really goes back. I, I remember when Abby said, hey, train your audience to like allow them to expect what you're putting out, which is really, really good yeah. that you said that Abby's like kind of backing up what Matt's saying is like, allow your audience to know, hey, this is what I'm going for. Because I think once you start getting bigger, hear any celebrities like, for example, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he can talk about anything, he's fine. But he yeah, yeah. in the very beginning was WWE niche. Like that was who he was as just a wrestler. Yeah. And then to an actor and now founder. Now he's like known as like a, a business influencer, CEO lifestyle type of guy. So I definitely agree. 
And another thing also, this is important, and even I could take something away from what you guys would say about this is that there's definitely some people that may not support what you guys are doing. You're tech, definitely taking this different route. Maybe it's, you know, other friends that are like, what are they, what are Matt and Abby doing? Like they're making dances or married couple stuff, or maybe it's parents that are like kind of confused on what you're doing, or maybe just there's a lot, there is as much as there is positivity and you know, we, all of us, all three of us love that. That's, all, that's what we're about. There is still going to be those negative voices. Like we're just humans. That's inevitable. So how would you guys kind of deal with those negative voices, especially when people are still trying to be true to themselves and they still get negative voices? How do you as a couple and individually deal with that? Um, I would say that what keeps us going is just remembering why we do it. And, um, yeah. I, how would you elaborate on that, Matt? Oh, I thought you had the answer. Already. <laughs> I don't have oh. the answer. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would say that, uh, I mean, in life you have people that will say, like, give you advice, give you unsolicited advice or tell you their opinion when maybe you don't even want their opinion. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're like me and you just love people's opinions because I just always like to just know, just be in the know, but I think the most important thing is just to stick, stick to, to yourself, stick to your truth. Uh, don't, don't let like yourself change just because somebody doesn't like what you're doing, but also, I mean, you, you do want to be open to criticism. I love like hearing criticism. I love hearing even the bad critics, even the people that are giving you terrible advice. Like, um, something I like to say is that even bad advice is good advice because it makes you think Mm -hmm. so. Just be aware of that and think through your decisions and don't overthink them like I do. Sometimes I just overthink everything and it's yeah, just me too. a problem, but, but it's important to think about things. It's important to evaluate like, who am I as a person? Like, what, what am I trying to accomplish with this? What is my purpose in doing this? And just definitely have that in mind as you um, go about your, your stuff. Yeah, I think that's great. It's important to listen to those voices. And I will say in general, we've had such a positive response from loved ones. Like, and we're very grateful for that. There's obviously going to be, you know, concerns because it is such a public, you know, career, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So there's going to be valid concerns and um, questions. And those are very welcome because, we're just figuring it out too. So, um, I think that knowing why we're doing it and knowing, you know, who we are as people throughout all of it is the best way that we can respond Mm -hmm. to questions or criticisms or things like that. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think kind of sum it up for you guys, just like knowing your why and knowing, you know, why you're doing things and then who you are. Cause I think if you really know that you can't let anyone change that like that's to the core of where everything comes you know all the passions and different things are in it comes from the why behind it and who you are i think you guys make a really good team maybe you guys could say so but i think that's probably good like (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) someone's sleeping on the floor tonight but um you know it's 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 just one of those things i think for for me having like friends that are just supportive you know that just know who you are um, and I think for you guys having as a couple, like there might be couples out there, it's like just staying true to who you guys are, but like just being encouraging and uplifting and like being that, you know, that positive soundboard, I feel like is so important. And, uh, just anytime I'm like, just the vibe that you guys have given being around you guys, I can just definitely tell. And then too, it's like, you guys truly know who you are, you know, your intentions. So like, I feel like people out there listening that uh, all three of us could agree. We would be a big advocate for is like 
people are going to say things. They don't know what's, what you're, what's going on in your life. They don't know how you were raised. They don't know necessarily all the whys behind why you're doing things, your intentions, like the purpose. Like, so you can't truly let someone who doesn't fully know you, you know, say, you know, allow those negative voices to get in your head. You know, I like to say like, you know, if you want to be fully loved, you have to be fully known. And if you want to be fully known, you have to be fully loved. So I think it's like important to like have a couple of those people in your life, whether you're content creators, podcasters, business owners, whatever you're doing, it's just like have important people in your life that are always going to be uplifting and positive. So, mm-hmm. but another good question, and we're, we're kind of wrapping up a little bit. How do you guys balance out? Cause I think your relationship being married, cause I mean, especially with being that small corner of a room, it's like people are probably looking like, oh my goodness, that's the perfect way. Like they get to be around each other 24 seven, like, which is definitely a good goal. But I think you do need sometimes maybe personal space and especially trying to separate, Hey, a date night versus like, oh my goodness, we're at date. We need, this would be a cool content video to bounce. Hey, no, today we're just going to be working on ourselves. We're going to get away from social media because that's to the core. That's the most important thing. How do you guys balance that out? And then what advice would you give to couples or people in a relationship? Yeah. That's very, that's something that's been very important to us from the very beginning, because it is so personal to be sharing your marriage, especially a new marriage on such a public space. Um, So I think that we basically just (laughs) listen to each other. We we don't have any, both of us are very not, I wouldn't say we're structured people, very regimented. So it just goes on how we're feeling. So maybe one day we can film a date and it'll feel still like a date and it'll be great. Sometimes filming a date might feel like work. And so just communicating how we're feeling like, oh man, I'm like sick of having a camera in my face right now. (laughs) Sometimes you still have to just, you know, keep filming it, you know, finish it because it is a job at the end of the day. But then just knowing that at the end of the day, you're going to have to pour in a little extra to, um, you know, make up for that, have some good quality time, completely detached from technology. And it really is just constant communication about how we're feeling. Like, are you filled up today? Because Mm -hmm. for me, it feels like we've just been, you know, grinding all day and I don't feel filled up by this, but sometimes it's the complete opposite. Sometimes even filming will fill us up. Like we'll have a lot of fun doing it and that'll bring us closer together. That's always the goal, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, cause we're always fluctuating, you know, yeah. but how about for you, Matt? Uh, yeah, it's just important to keep a separation in, in like making videos. Cause sometimes we'll make a video where, you know, we're just really not feeling it that day. And we like, like, for instance, we've, we've made like dance videos where we're just like not having the best day <laughs> yeah. but for the dance video. We're like, we're, we're, we're so gonna happy. Smile. We're smiling and we yeah. look back. We're like, wow, that's a really good video. And some of them are like some of our like really high viewed dance videos. And I'm like, oh, that's just so funny that we weren't really, really having the, fun. The, the, <laughs> the most fun. But it's just like the nature of the job is like you have to always be putting out content. So then if it's just like not a day that we're not feeling the best, then we're going to, you know, finish our video and then just spend time together. Or maybe we don't need time together. Maybe, maybe we need, need time, time apart. apart. <laughs> just yeah, to like- yeah. Yeah. You guys are still as a, you guys are still, you know, an individual person, even though you're together, you still yeah, need time. Yeah. Sure. Or, or time with other friends. Cause like, it's important to have other relationships outside of just our relationship, you know? So it's just a, a big balance and just the most important part of it all is just seeking balance and everything. Cause we never want to let the social media consume us or, even like 
just too much of any one thing isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, so just making sure we're staying balanced with everything. And that's, that's where we're healthiest. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think it's important for people to know that you guys are still humans. Like just because yeah, you yeah. have a, uh, you know, just a lot of followers or you guys are putting on content. It's like, no, you guys still have a normal marriage relationship. You guys started out working together. Like you still have to do life. You still have, you know, you have friends like Abby still has to do the laundry. She has to make dinner. Like, it's like one of those things is just, it does, it just doesn't go away. You know, when you get, it just, you still have to do life. So that's yeah. important. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. So, what would be your guys's purpose like in life kind of like with all the content as a career job? That's one of the things I love talking about with people is like, what is your guys's purpose? I think initially it was spreading positivity and uh, just bringing light to young marriage. But I think it's the purpose has gotten even so much bigger now um, because, you know, it's my nature as a human being to just want to entertain and so like now I think my, one of my goals now, not only just to spread, spread positivity and bring light to young marriage, but I also just want to uh, spread just, just positivity in general uh, yeah. and, and just use our platform to entertain, but make it clean and, and just share kind of like a little glimpse of like our relationship and our love for one another and just allow that to mean whatever it needs to mean to other people out there. Um, and something we did recently was we got to partner with a charity um, or a nonprofit called GiveWell. And what they do is they literally have a research team that spends over 20,000 hours a year researching charities to find the charities that are most effective at saving lives. Um, and one of those charities is Malaria, Malaria Consortium, which specializes in fighting malaria um, in poor countries that just don't have the resources to fight malaria. Um, And so they do a super good job of basically using donations to, to, to give to the charities that need it most, um, which can then use that money to save lives. And so it's, it's just incredible the work that they're doing. We got to do a huge campaign for them on Instagram as well as YouTube. Um, And that's, that's, one of my new goals is like, how, what can we use our platform for? What can, like, we have this influence now, which I never thought was possible. Like, how can we change the world? How can we like literally save lives? Like not only just spread positivity, but like literally save lives with what we're doing. Hmm. And that was really cool getting to partner with GiveWell, do a campaign for them and raise money to save lives. So that's just one of the, the new things in 2021 that I'm like, let's, let's continue to support charities and non-for-profits so that we can literally save people's lives with the work that we do. Yeah. yeah I love I that, that massive Thanks. perk of having growing platforms though, is that your reach for who you can advocate for and like what you can just do as far as, you know, raising support for very amazing causes just grows with it, which is amazing. And so we've made it another one of our goals, our yeah. purposes in being on social media to not only spread joy and positivity, but also to just you know, advocate and raise funds for yeah. awesome charities that we believe in. And that's why we actually, I don't know if you saw this on YouTube, but we, um, we literally uh, gave our vehicle away to our neighbor. I, that needed, I saw that. that. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. So yeah, yeah we had a neighbor that uh, needed a vehicle um, and 
we were like, this would be a cool way to not only like help our neighbor, but then also we were like hoping that video with the viewership because of that's something crazy that we've never done before. We were like, we can hope hopefully translate the viewership to people seeing us talk about GiveWell, which we talked about GiveWell in the video mm -hmm. and promoted that not-for-profit um, to literally like make an even bigger impact in yeah. people's lives. So that was a really cool opportunity that um, we had. And it was a blessing to give away our vehicle and a blessing to also get to um, use our influence to support such a neat not-for-profit. Yeah. And I love those are some of the best purposes you can really have, you know, positivity, loving on people, supporting things. And I uh, hundred percent agree. And, you know, just, I was just a uh, company, Grace Coffee reached out to me and they're supporting people, um, supporting kids around the world now with every, you know, coffee you buy. And so I'm like, heck yeah. You know, you know, you know, Abby's made me coffee. And so it was really good. And so obviously like for me, I'm like, I'm a big coffee guy. My podcast is coffee. So it kind of goes back to the partnership. What, what's it coincides with who you are as a person, your brand, but like more importantly, like what is this coffee brand giving back? It's like, yeah, with every, you know, it's like, you know, drink a cup of coffee and save a kid. I'm all about saving kids and, and supporting them and give them foods and, and shelter. Yeah. You know, that's, that's so important. If we've been privileged, like going back to having gratitude, it's like, I would, you know, I think the life should be a life of giving. I think, cause once you give, like it just it keeps on giving, but I feel like you just, you're truly fulfilled when you see a smile on that face, whether it's giving that person, that car, you know, super, she was so excited. Like, Oh my goodness. You know, like, I bet that was just like a memory for both of you guys and for her too. But I love that. Uh, yeah. Very so, humbling. Yeah. So well, thank you guys so much for, for coming on. I know everyone's going to enjoy this podcast. Um, just, just hearing you guys and just love seeing you guys grow. But I want to do something for you. So and, and maybe it's up to you. But if there's like, if people like have, you know, they're huge fans of you and they want to give value back to you, maybe they want to send you like a care package or a thank you. And if you guys are in Hawaii, What's maybe like one like drink or food that you guys love that they could maybe send you just because they want to get back to you guys? A uh, drink? That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Wait. You could pick separate. You could pick separate. It could be food, drink. You could say both. Like, hey, Matt, this is my favorite. Like mine, sour patch Wait, candy. And then we, I like sweet tea. Do we have to disclose our location or like, are we able to keep that private or like how? How are we doing this? I, I'm just curious. <laughs> that's up to that's up to you guys. That's up to you guys. And then they can, if they want to reach out to you, that'll be up to you whether you know you guys want to disclose your location or anything like that. But it could be up to you now if you want to like say, hey, this is my favorite food or drink. If if you guys are like big fans, they want to they like they love giving back to you guys. That's so sweet. My favorite is fancy coffee. Mm. I like lattes. So coffee shops are like my ex my splurge because go. it is overpriced coffee for sure but it's just so ah it's just like a hug from the inside <laughs> i guess one of my splurges i like to get coconut water that loves the, coconut at water. the grocery really store. well that's perfect for why that's why <laughs> I, fell, right? I fell in love with coconut water in hawaii last year so yeah that's just, sweet yeah mm -hmm. There we go. So send some, send Abby and Matt some, you know, coconut water and some spiced up lattes. So that's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again, guys so much for the podcast. Put you guys being on, you guys are truly the best. Thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. Thanks for having us here. I yeah, love what you're you. doing and love to see you grow. Yeah, of course. 
Hey again, guys, thank you for listening to this episode today. Hopefully there's something that you could take away from the episode and some sort of value you can apply to your life, whether that's trying to find uh, finding your passions or just knowing your purpose. Um, two of the most important things you can do for yourself. Again, if you haven't, guys, uh, give me a rate on the podcast. Let me know if I did a good job, thumbs up, or let me know if I did a bad job, thumbs down. And uh, don't be afraid to, to leave your honest opinion seriously. And, uh, you know, if you can always reach out to me, I'd love to hear any questions or if you're pursuing your passions or you're, you're doing amazing or you're like, man, I'm, I need some advice in some sort of way, or, you know, people you want to reach out on the podcast, feel free to shoot me a text or give me a call slash voicemail, whatever it's 816-714-9904. And also you can check me out on any, in any social media sites at christian.j.lynch. And then, uh, the podcast page on Instagram is purpose, passion, and coffee. Again, guys, know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Till next time.